Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The current airport has served the region for more than half a century. There's a massive undertaking going on right now to build a brand new airport that will be serving Salt Lake City for the rest of the century, with plenty of room also to grow. Always great to welcome back Nancy Vollmer, Public Relations and Marketing Director with the Salt Lake International Airport. Hi, Nancy. How are you doing? Doing great. Thank you, Abby, for having me. My pleasure. I always love this interview because it's just so exciting. Every time I go to the airport, and uh, believe me, it's not frequently, but it's probably four or five times a year. I just returned with a large group who flew over to the UK with me. And I'm always astonished by the developments going on. Right now, it is actually looking like a brand new airport right next to the old one, the current one. I know the construction has really been moving along quickly, and you're right, the exterior of the, well, it's really the terminal and then the west end of the south concourse is almost complete. And uh, in on the interior, a lot of work is taking place. And so I think that once uh, all that exterior work is kind of wrapped up, then everyone's going to be asking what's going on, you know, and all the work will be taking place inside. In fact, we already have two mock-up restrooms in the airport. So what we've done is we've developed a, a women and a men's restroom just to see what it will look like and to see if there's any problems. So before we start replicating the restrooms, we've got them exactly how we want them. You're getting your priorities right because I know with the current airport, that's been one of the big issues. You know, this airport was built, gosh, 50 plus years ago, and it was built for 10 million passengers. Now we're almost heading towards tripling that, 26 million, and every single year it just increases. Uh, I've given up counting anymore. One of the things you've also said, Nancy, is the bathrooms just can't cope with all of the passengers. They can't. In fact, we're actually right now doing renovations of our restrooms on Concourse F and Concourse C, and apologies to the passengers for that, but um, we're at the point where just behind the scenes, we have to do some renovations because otherwise the restrooms will no longer operate. So um, we're, we're trying the best we can to maintain the current facilities while we're building the new ones. Well, I remember at the outset, you announced right here, and I remember in news reading on our newscast at iHeartRadio, the original plans were all glass from floor to ceiling. It was going to have this spectacular view of the Wasatch Mountain Range. And right now, we can actually see that. We can see all of the glass. And really, I was thinking about this. This is absolutely a fabulous promotion for anybody passing through. Uh, If they are on a connecting flight, who wouldn't want to come back when you sit with that room with a view? Oh, it's going to be beautiful. And, you know, I was on site, I guess it was last week, and there's a lot of glass on the concourses, too. So even when you're waiting at your gate for your flight, you'll be able to see some beautiful views of the mountains. And that was really important when we looked at designing the airport because we had gone out to the public and said, you know, what do you want to see in your new airport? And one of the things that 
folks came across loud and clear was that they wanted to see the beauty of Salt Lake in Utah brought inside. And so we've tried to do that by having a lot of glass. So we'll have a lot of light and that people will be able to look out and see the mountains. Well, rarely, Nancy, do you have such an extraordinary backdrop sitting in your backyard. That's true. And, you know, we are so fortunate just to have the land to build this airport adjacent to the current one because it's so close to downtown. And that's a real selling point, just not only for the travel industry, but also for economic development companies. And rarely does an urban city, a developed city like Salt Lake City in the Wasatch Front, have enough room to build a brand new airport from the ground up. Normally it's tinkering here and there and expanding and construction and updates, and that just goes on and on and on. This is remarkable that we've had the land that you can actually close the doors on the current airport and open them up phase one in 2020. Right, and and we're actually, well, we have 676 days or so until we're planning to open up, so it's going to be here before you know it. But, you know, it's interesting. You were talking about um, the new airport and the new century, and this is actually going to be the first new hub airport built in the 21st century. And so, you know, we've had new airports in the state like St. George, but it's not a hub airport. So this is going to be the, it could be the only new hub airport built in the 21st century. A lot of airports are doing expansions, they're doing renovations, but no one's building an entirely new airport. I mean, this is really exciting. You look at any transportation, aviation officials across the nation, across the globe right now, all eyes are on Salt Lake International Airport. This is just going to be state of the art. It it really is in so many ways. I mean, we're going to have so many more uh, technology advances in this airport. We'll have you know plenty of places to plug in, but one thing that's coming online in a lot of airports, and you probably have seen this in your international travels, is mm. that facial recognition is becoming really big at airports, and that helps to move passengers through a lot quicker. And so we are actually going to be looking at installing some facial recognition devices prior to the airport opening. So that's something that passengers who are traveling overseas will be able to look for. Well, currently in the old airport, it's pretty funny when we're dropping off or picking up passengers. It's always a bit of a fight, isn't it? It's bumper cars outside Terminal (laughs) 1 and Terminal 2. You know, you throw yourself in there and pop open the trunk and then you're seeing people say goodbye as cars are weaving in and out of them because it really wasn't built for all of this traffic. The new airport is going to avoid all of that bottleneck. You're going to have a different roadway elevated, one for drop off, one for pickup. That's right. And and the road uh, recently switched back. I don't know if you uh, have noticed that, but mm-hmm. drive was detoured for a while because we needed to make room to start constructing that elevated roadway. Now it's gone back to being, for the most part, straight, and you can actually see where the entrance to that elevated roadway will be. And when you're exiting the airport, you can see where the elevated roadway will come out of. So that's going to be a really nice feature because we do see so much congestion curbside. I mean, the FAA reported that Salt Lake City served more, uh, one million more passengers in 2017 than in 2016. And that actually makes us the 23rd largest airport in the United States. And we rank about third fastest growing large hub airport when it comes to domestic uh, O&D passengers. So we're right behind Newark and San Diego as far as the fastest growing large hub airport. Okay, let's take a look at our uh, Delta Airlines, one of our hub airlines that has, I believe, extended a a long-term lease. Why would they not? This is an important hub in the West for Mm -hmm. them. 
what do we foresee with this brand new airport? Clearly a lot more gates, hopefully, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed, a lot more direct routes to different locations globally, from Europe to the Middle East and Asia. Right, that's something that we're actually looking at because a lot of those uh, international um, routes take some time to work on to get uh, the airlines on board. But um, we we have been uh, working with our local partners, for example, meeting with groups like Visit Salt Lake, the uh, Ski Utah, Utah Office of Tourism, the Salt Lake Chamber, EDC Utah, Park City Chamber Bureau, and asking them, you know, in their work with visitors and also with conventioners, you know, where, where would you like to see, you know, new nonstop service to? And um, we've also been meeting with the um, Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, their travel office. And it seems like the theme that we're coming away with is that Asia, that a lot of people would like to see nonstop service to Asia. So that might be something that we start working on, and it would be really great to announce some new international service when the airport opens. But to your point about uh, the number of gates, the actual number of gates really won't be that much higher, but the flexibility of the gates is what will be different. So now if you fly out of Concourse E, you know, you have to walk out onto the tarmac to get onto the aircraft. All of the gates in the new airport will be what we call contact gates. They will all have jet bridges, and so that really allows the flexibility to have different size aircraft um, at different gates. So we don't have to limit, like Concourse E, just have we can only have um, regional jets fly out of that concourse. So it will be much more flexible. And with this linear design, the aircraft will be able to come and go much more freer than they do now because we have a what we call a finger configuration. So only one aircraft can move in and out of that um, between the concourses now. So we, we're hoping that we'll be able to accommodate more flights just because of the design of the airport. And what about the size of the aircraft? Will you have the ability to take very large aircrafts like uh, the Airbus? Yeah, probably not an Airbus. I think it's a, the 777 is the, the largest one. But, you know, we've even had landed an A380 here before, and I think, you know, on an emergency basis. But um, we definitely will be able to accommodate some larger aircraft. And that's something that the, the airlines are working on, too. You know, we may see fewer flights into SLC, but we're seeing more passengers. And the reason for that is that the airlines are doing what they call upgaging. And so they're, they have larger planes with more people on them. So we've had to take that into consideration when, when we were designing the airport. I certainly know from experience flying on the routes to Europe, whether it is to Amsterdam, Paris or London, these flights are always full. It doesn't matter which time of year I pick. There's rarely a spare seat on these flights. Yeah, that's so true, and and we're continually adding new domestic air service, too. I mean, uh, Delta announced just a couple of weeks ago that they will begin nonstop service to Columbus starting next summer, and that's one of our largest underserved markets. So we really have, when you look at our route map now, it's, a, it's largely a Delta route map, but um, we were looking at, um, you know, the number of countries that are accessible from SLC with just one stop. Because you've mentioned, you know, we have a lot of the nonstop routes like the Amsterdam, the Paris, the London. Well, just one stop away from SLC, you can access 93 countries. So having Delta here as a hub really opens up the world to our passengers. And it's also important for business, too. 
Absolutely. I, we When we go to meet with the airlines, we're always talking about how vibrant our economy is, and especially with the Silicon Slopes and all the high-tech companies that are starting to work out of, well, I guess not just starting, but they, they really are building a presence here in Utah. And that's something that they really look at, at the convenience of having an international airport close by is a real selling point. Well, the construction is also, of course, having a very positive, massive impact on the economy, too. It's created more than 3,000 jobs. Of course, all of those workers are spending money reinvesting back in the economy. They are, and we recently did an economic impact study just to find out, you know, the impact of the new SLC construction. So the cost to build the project is at $3.6 billion, and the economic impact is $5.5 billion. So we're really seeing a high return on the money that we're putting into this project. You know, what's it been like for you, Nancy, and all of the employees out at the airport here? You're one of many working there and seeing the final high beam and other milestones being achieved right before your eyes. This is history in the making. Oh, it is. And I think we recognize that we're here at a very exciting time and learning so much about the construction project. And everybody, it's almost like you're building to something like the Olympics because it is such an exciting time and everybody is so thrilled with what's happening out here. And, you know, it's a lot of people, when I talk to them, they'll say, gosh, I haven't been out to the airport for a while. I've really seen a lot of changes. Well, that's true for our employees, too. We'll be gone for a week and come back and, and we'll just be amazed at how fast the construction's moving along. And one thing that the passengers will notice, too, uh, coming, well, really, probably later this year, is on the North Concourse, because that was a project that was announced um, in May of 2016, so that came online after the initial project was announced. So you're going to start seeing some still erected out. Um, if you're flying off of Concourse D, we'll be able to look out and see this whole North Concourse starting to take shape. The size of this facility is just, again, it's astonishing. I just can't believe how large it is. You just keep driving and driving and driving, <laughs> and there it is still on your right-hand side. It is massive. It is, and it's, it, we have that beautiful copper cladding, too, so that's a really nice, and I think a really unique um, exterior for an airport. But when um, we have, when it's all said and done, so when we have the first phase, we'll have the parking garage, we'll open up the terminal, and then the west end of the concourses. But that will allow us to start tearing down the current facilities and then building to the east. And the reason I say that is because once the entire concourse is done, so from end to end, it's going to be nearly one mile. Remarkable. And or uh, we also would like to compare it to 12 football fields. So I think that really brings across the magnitude of the project. And of course, the parking lot is so much larger, 3,000 parking spaces. And that's good news. We all get very worried during the holiday season. I know I do when I've got family flying in from England and I'm kind of flying around trying to find a spot and there's no way I'm going to find one. Why would I? You know, it's Christmas. But this brand new parking facility now is going to offer us so many more parking spaces. 3,000, I believe. Yeah, 3,600. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be twice as large as the current parking facility. And boy, do we need it. Uh, just this week alone, we've seen a number of days when the parking garage has closed down just because it's, it's reached its limit. So parking is a huge issue out here. And, of course, we'll still have the economy lot, but I think that our passengers will really appreciate having that covered parking and having the flexibility to to use that. Well, my thanks to Nancy Vollmer, Public Relations and Marketing Director with Salt Lake International Airport for joining me and keeping us updated on the brand new airport. I'm Abby Bonnell and you're listening to Feedback. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.